0: Welcome, Welcome
1: to what you're
0: wearing. What you're wearing. What are you what wearing? What are you wearing? I mean, what are you wearing? What are you wearing? I'll tell you what, though. Tonight we're going to talk about what some fabulous people are wearing as we go. Mm-hmm. Our haute looks, which are going to be amazing. Which they're always amazing. Our haute looks, so, right? Did we say already or not? no? Let's make them that? wait. Let's make them wait. And then, what right. is our vocabulary word? The ballet flat tonight. Today okay. or this morning, whenever you're listening. This evening. I'm and to see what that's all about. I think uh we're gonna have an extraordinary lesson as our power player, because I have no idea
1: who this is. Our power player yeah, is. Yeah, we gotta introduce our you know, the newbies. And who is our power player? Our power player is Mr. Omar Salam. Omar
0: Salam. We're gonna talk about some Oscar stuff. We're gonna mm-hmm. talk about all sorts of glamorous things on this episode of Whatcha what Wearing. wearing?
1: William, William, William Park Jr. Mark Allen, Mark Allen, Mark Allen. You know what I must say? I look amazing tonight. Uh, As always. (laughs) But I have to say, we've been doing this, what?
0: Are we in year... 17.
1: We've been doing this for 17 years. No, we're almost year three, almost. Okay. I have to say, every time I hear the, the intro music, I get... Excited and happy. So that's, that's good, right? That's huge. Do you know why? That's Craig, I think
0: that's Craig Dobbin, the most amazing.
1: Craig, musical you are a master because musical master. You know, because usually if you hear something over and over and over again, you're like, oh, you know. Part but of it's because it's so short, but it kind of gets you in that happy, does, happy mood. So you know I, what? I yeah. speaking
0: of happy. Um, do you know what I just had to? I, I got home last night from a trip. Yes. Oh wait, where were you? I was in Texas last week. Uh-huh. Dallas and Houston. Deep in the heart of Texas. Anyway, and I got home. And I just want to get on my couch. I want to watch, and I went and I watched, and just like that, the Sex in the City, right? Episode two Bigs' Funeral. I don't know why. I was just, I had been wanting to watch it and wanting to watch it because I remember watching the first time going, Oh, this is quite beautiful. And, yeah. and then I watched it again. I was like,
1: oh. <laughs> What <When> I love. <laughs> Wait, you didn't love it? I loved it. I did. I mean,
0: I guess it was sad. I mean, I thought the funeral itself was really brilliantly done. Brilliantly done, right? And then like the flowers, they can stay. They're from Samantha, who's refused to be on here because she doesn't like the way she looks now. (laughs) But I mean, like, I just feel like I feel like the funeral part itself was great, but like Mm -hmm. all of the weird force, like you know, them make Brady, you know. Miranda and whatever his name is. Uh-huh. Come, give us, give us a hug. No, I'm okay. Well, we're not. Uh, I was like, this can't. I was like, ugh. What is that? <laughs> anyway,
1: I don't know why I just talked the whole story about I my- I loved it.
0: Did I, you? You should watch it again. Like the first is, time was like, What oh. I didn't
1: like is when she, when she found him, how long it was- for, Well, I guess she, in those moments, you don't know how to react, but I felt like she kind of was- like if she had if she had moved faster, he might have lived. No, honey, he would dead. But she didn't dead, like...
0: dead, dead. And furthermore, William, it's not real. He didn't actually die. No, I'm saying I mean, I think if somebody's had a but heart in attack on at a moment, Peloton, If you're watching
1: been... your boyfriend have a heart husband. attack husband. husband have a heart attack, you'd be like call on like you'd be like frantic and like Well. I have a lot of friends
0: that if their husbands had a heart attack, they would go get themselves that of shably, and be like, mm, <laughs> night, let's, see how, night, night. Go. Night, <laughs> let's see how this is going to go. Let's see how this is going to go. she loves My it. lovely insured husband. Anyway. Yes. Uh, so, talk to me about how you are surviving in this cold weather. So, right now, it's in the February, we're recording this, yeah. and it is like... Snow in the hills. It is freezing. I mean, I've just been cold all day, which just doesn't... Usually, you're like cold in the morning, cold at night. There's always a little sun.
1: No, there was a moment like over the weekend when it was hailing. I've never seen hail in Southern California in my life. Really?
0: Well, I've been around a little bit Like in Beverly Hills, you've seen
1: snow. Not snow. Was there snow in Beverly Hills? Well, hail. Yeah. Crazy, right? I've never seen that. But the crazy thing is when when you walk outside now, you... It doesn't feel like LA. You know what I mean? It now, it's, felt like it, there was a moment it felt like New York.
0: Can I just say it's fabulous? I love the cold weather. Oh, me too. And there's an old Swedish saying that says there's no such thing as bad weather. This is true. Only bad clothing. <laughs>
1: Wait, Which is that's true. A t-shirt. It's
0: true because if you don't, as long as you have, you know, the right layers on. Absolutely. I mean, and most people in LA
1: might not have good coats and cashmere, but I have good coats and cashmere. No, so. I think they do. They, I just most people don't. I mean, I, even me, I'm in denial that it's actually happening. But I will say, <laughs> I will say, I'm glad that I kept some of my coats because when I moved here, twenty. Two years ago. I was barely born. I gave a lot of my coats away thinking like, oh, I'll never need that. But I kept a couple. Those are the ones that I'm wearing constantly.
0: Yeah, I, I've i just got thick sweaters and then stuff I can kind of keep on all day is mm-hmm. kind of what I'm going for. And then my real good winter coats are like three quarter length. And those mm-hmm. just aren't great for in and out of the car. But it made me think that's, of something no, today. That's what they
1: call, but that's another faux fabula we have to do, car coat. Because mm. that dictates the length
0: oh, of your coat. It does dictate the, coat coat the length of the coat. Um, of the <laughs> coat.
1: Uh, this <laughs> also made me think of
0: that we're in the middle of, you know, <laughs> we're in the middle of a word season. So are all these girls showing up with the red carpet with just like a chinchilla coat that they like
1: leave on the side? Probably. And You've <laughs> done that. You know, you, you cover up said talent. And then when it's camera time, they have to freeze. Yeah, until...
0: freeze. Look, how, look at her shivering. Is she nervous? No. She's dying of hypothermia before your very exactly, eyes.
1: Exactly.
0: <laughs> those, it's, and it's really going to be the end of days. All those skinny people are going to be dead. And people like me will live a lot longer because we have insulation. That's right. And fur right? coats. and fur, coats, fur hats, at least. I don't have a fur coat. Do you have a fur coat? I do. I only have a fur hat. I do. I have a, and we can't buy fur in California now. It's illegal.
1: I know. Well, I'm like where, I don't. That's what a yeah a little trip to Aspen is for. I mean, or New York, right?
0: Or a trip anywhere. There I don't you know. Go. It's it's California for you. And then I want to tell you, I saw the most amazing movie that you are going to just die for. Tell me, what's it's the called name? Mrs. Harris
1: uh-huh. Goes to Paris. Paris is involved in the title. I'm there. Mrs. Harris goes to Paris. What's this it all about? is
0: a very sweet movie. Is about it a love story,
1: or yeah, okay, yeah. It's I a love woman love who story. fell
0: in love. Okay. With a Dior dress. <gasps> and oh, you she got is me. a housekeeper in London it. in the fifties. Oh my god. And she saw this Dior gown and she got all inspired and she'd saved her money to go to Paris and buy a Christian Dior gown. And they show like half of it in what's supposed to be Dior Atelier in the fifties, <gasps> and it's up. The reason, only reason I even <sighs> knew about it was it got an Oscar nomination for best costume because it's all of these original Dior okay. gowns, Dior. and the, wow. I mean, and they experience. It's like ha- like it used to be w- when she went there it was only haute couture, mm. so there was no ready to wear. No, it didn't. And exist. so it was, you know, these women would come in, watch a show, and they're, you know, you'd pick a number one through thirty eight or one mm-hmm. through forty five mm-hmm. and whoever picked that number first got that dress. Mm-hmm. But there was not like a stock address.
1: It was it was No. I just wanna tell you, you at that time ready to wear didn't
0: exist. Right. Well they actually addressed in there that Dior was one of the first houses to actually do ready to wear.
1: Wow. Anyway,
0: you're gonna love it. You're gonna I love it. My little treaty. It was it was free on United Airlines. I can't
1: wait. Um, United Airlines. And another thing app. I found out that I didn't know because you always watch it, I guess muted or whatever. Way back then, they didn't even have music. It was just a silent room. Oh. And just the girls walking through the Isn't salon. Isn't that weird when you think about it now, like how much music
0: plays it, such a key. Oh yeah, yeah. Yeah, you you must see this movie. Oh, I'm doing and it. And you you are welcome because it is going to be just an absolute pleasure thank for you. you. See, Christmas comes after Christmas. It does. That's it's the always. Gift. It's thank, thank- you, Mike Allen. You're yeah. welcome. <laughs> you know what else you're going to thank me for? What? Is these brilliant hot looks. Ooh. I mean that that visual they got going on it's like the top of a building or something. It it's, feels it's, like the okay. at night. Yeah, maybe. Oui. Maybe oui. No, it feels like like a loft downtown LA with some
1: Chinese oh, lanterns. No, it looks better. Than that. No, mm. it looks better it's
0: than been the other one he does. I don't remember which one it was, but there's one of these that he puts up the here. Oh, I don't, was there was an the 80s one the 80s Saved by the Bell I moment. mean, if you're only listening, you're really not missing much in some of the graphics, but if you're listening and watching, you'll know how brilliant the graphics are thanks to our lovely Tony Sweet.
1: Oh, oh. And the crowd goes wild.
0: I oh, Don't have it? here you go, do yeah. your clapping, then go.
1: There you go. Oh, oh okay, now you have to play that one. Okay, stop,
0: stop. No. <laughs> <laughs> Do no. not give him anything. That no soundbite. No, I will I, never get tired I, of. I, I am. All, yeah, because I'm the only one that gets that soundbite. No, you no, never get that no, soundbite. Not yet. It's it costs happening. It cost me three dollars for each of those soundbites. No, you're using. it's it's
1: happening. Uh,
0: anyway, well, I'm going to start with my hot look.
1: Please do.
0: So, for my hot look, I believe it was the SAG Awards. Okay. And Emily Blunt, who I love, love. I really love her. I just love her. She is wearing this gown that is a red banded dress, and it's kind of like. Um, I hate to use this term because BCBG bought it, but it was, it better, it was a, better
1: before BCBG yeah.
0: bought it. It has an Hervé Leger banded look. So these bands that go across in red and a beautiful pink red, mm-hmm. and it goes through, and there's actually the bands aren't sewn together. So there's a little oh, gap wow, of skin, <sighs> which you can see, which is really beautiful. Know. But to make it Oscar Laurenta, is this red classic striped dress with this pink. Floral print blushing, going down say. the whole front and the side of it, and it is just divine. Yeah, it is the SAG Awards where it oh, says wow. SAG after on this. <laughs> so, wait, repeat. this is
1: Oscar De La Renta? This is Oscar La I never, wow. Yeah, it's the Monse people. Monse, Monse. I love Monse. We have to do Monse. No, Monse the sucks. Brace. They're no. no,
0: they're one of my favorite brands. Well, that doesn't mean they're great. Just because you
1: like them, of course they're great. No, they have my stamp of approval. Well, uh,
0: okay.
1: You're like, well, let me take your stamp. <laughs> let me. Take- <laughs>
0: I'll tell you what a stamp. Anyway, uh, what I also love about it is that it's very, it seemed like a little sexier than they normally do, but it had still that, uh, it's on brand. See, I Uh really respect the designer that can step into a company and have their own, and I I don't really like Tom Ford as a rule, but I do love that he went into Saint Laurent, Yves Saint Laurent, thank you very much. Saint Laurent. St. Laurent, so. he went into Yves Saint Laurent. Saint Laurent. He went to Yves Saint Laurent. <laughs> and when he did that, he took all their satins and their crushed velvets and the things that the house was known for, and he used all those and created a, a, a look that was, really respectful of mm-hmm. the original brand, but it was totally modern. And mm-hmm. I think he did the similar thing to Gucci. I mean, he went a little, you know, funny with Gucci at some of the stuff. Right, but right. I think that I there's thought, something for it, right? He yeah, just took like, their, their heritage. It's a big word for me right now. It's like their heritage and really just had it be the epitome of that. So I, I like that these people have come in and Oscar, may he rest in peace, is able to, the, the brand can live on, but in a modern way.
1: And that kind of address will
0: attract a different customer.
1: Absolutely. You know, Nancy Reagan, may she rest in peace, will not be buying that dress. But that dress, the daughter and granddaughter of the original collector of Oscar would wear that. Correct. Correct. I mean I, the daughter's probably in her sixties. <laughs> so the grandchildren. The great grandchildren of the original clients of yeah. the rental will be all over that roof. Which is what I mean is smart because you want several generations to stay with Yeah, said, said Absolutely. Brand. Yeah. Absolutely. Anyway, so that was my that
0: was my it was actually very easy. Normally hot looks take me forever. Really? Like, normally my hot look takes me like way longer. Some really? T- yeah, because I want the right one, and I'm scrolling through all these things, and this was like, took me two minutes. I like was, boom, I no, love no this. Question. Yeah.
1: No question. All her. right, what about you? I chose Miss Zendaya. Oh my god, you always choose Zendaya. No,
0: I don't. Yeah, Only all t- the time. No! Oh, this is the seventh
1: time. Oh my gosh, uh, is this your hot look? This is my hot look. And this, oh. she's at the NAACP Awards. Oh. In a Archive Gianni Versace couture gown that I actually she I wish I'd given you when it walked the runway. It looks better on Zendaya than it does on the runway girl, and it's it's like almost uh I guess the basic shape of it would be I guess a mermaid shape, but there's these huge pops of like a almost acid green satin throughout the bust. A, there's a deep, I mean, plunge. throughout
0: the bus, it's quite an exaggeration. It's basically two the little tiny of the dress. They're coasters, basically. <laughs> They're little tiny green coasters <laughs> covering up I barely. mean, that's, I mean, she, and she's like five feet tall and like a 30. Is she? No. Yeah. She's, oh, she's teeny not, tiny. Oh, I assume she was at least five now. No, nine. and she's 32A. She's like a teeny, teeny, teeny tiny. Hungry. Are you sure she's
1: not tall? But I gotta say, she wears, I mean, she wears dresses beautifully. And yeah. Thankfully, because it's been a while. She knows how to move in the dresses now. Cause up up to now, I her posture's been a little weird, or she didn't stand up right. She didn't know how to move. But when she, if you, if we had like a video of her in this dress, she was feeling this dress, and she looked gorgeous. And the slit up the front, and then the the green that kind of runs through the the body of the gown. Yeah. Without it just being black all the way to the floor, the green goes all the way to the floor. I loved it. Love, 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 love the new hair. Coquettish, seductive, teams and dia in archive Versace. And I wanna say it might have been shortly after Johnny passed, so it might be a piece of Johnny's creative.
0: Probably looks to me like something Donatella did. You might be right. You might be right with all that titty out there and everything. It's, there, for, it's like a Donatella. It was not a fiasco. titty committee. It was a total titty committee. No, it wasn't. Yeah, it was like two coasters and then down to the belly button. But what I do and then love the about it come,
1: what, you know. But what I do love about it is she's small. what? She's small busted. She's five foot ten. I told you. I told you she was. That's why she looks amazing and everything. She's like a. She's like a hanger. Oh wow! I mean, come on, that wow. looks gorgeous. Oh, hard
0: now, I think it looks dated. Uh, I that green is that like lime eighties green. I wear that. Today. You used to get free sunglasses made out of that color your, from your insurance broker in the eighties.
1: Well, we agree to disagree. I Do we? I, Do you we know, agree? if I was if I was a, if I was her, I'd wear that gown. I mean, of course, it'd be a dramatic. Cape and <laughs> I was like, that's a little too simple for you. No, and there'd be a I big movie. A
0: girl, <laughs> but you're not. I mean, I'm telling you why. I'm watching, I mean, not to get political, but I'm watching all this crazy transgender stuff like, like attacking drag queens and drag bars. Okay. I'm like, I'm just gonna start dressing up as a woman just to piss somebody off if that's really what we're doing. Well,
1: they're, they're, they're scared of losing power, and okay. it's gonna happen. Sorry, bye, bye, conservative. Bye, that's bye, for now.
0: bye. I see you later. I see later.
1: I <laughs> see you later, during <laughs> For Wait, is there like a diamond ring on this thing? What on That's, earth? It's. We talked about this. That's a brown diamond remember? No. We've <laughs> talked we talked about that the whole there was a whole Show up push record. We talked I we saw We talked that about that there was a time I have seen that before? Yes, you have because there was a time, I don't know, probably 6 I years ago where different colored diamonds was like a big deal. They like, still
0: are. Martin Katz no, them but there were, all the time like people
1: were doing I think they were called chocolate. Di- remember we talked about chocolate diamonds? There was wow. a pink diamond. I saw that
0: image before?
1: You did because wow. we talked about the chocolate diamond. you
0: thought Naveen, I Naveen, can you please make me an appointment at some kind of a doctor because <laughs> this is really not going well
1: <laughs> It's the beginning of the end
0: <laughs> it's the beginning of the end, and you're all here for it. okay, <laughs> Thank you, and see okay, so let me get my grandpa glasses on because I' Come can't on, even grandpa. so tonight <clears throat> today, this morning, <laughs> our vocabulary word is oh. the ballet flats
1: Oh. I, I, I'm
0: gonna say some obvious things, okay? They're inspired ballet shoes. What? No. I know. With a very thin heel, or the appearance of no heel at all. So the appearance of no heel is, is key, because mm. there is always a little tiny heel in the ballet flat. There's a ribbon-like binding, which kind of looks like grown grain ribbon usually, around the top of the shoe, with a slight gathering in the front. And there's a tiny decorative uh, string tie on most proper ballet, friends, fra- ballet f- flats <laughs> <laughs> that we u- are used to adjust the fit. Ah! So the ballet flat started out in the 16th si- century. Oh my god! And men wore shoes called Puppets. P-O-M-P-E-S. P-O-M-P-E-S. I'm sure they just called POMPS, but I like POMPS. Wait, feel like that makes
1: sense what, maybe we got the word pump.
0: Yes! So then oh. it, they went out in the 17th and 18th century when high heels came into style. Oh. So there was like a whole time period where high heels were like the thing, and you, if you look at all those old pictures of Mozart and all those people, they're all wearing like a little heel.
1: Mm-hmm. Okay?
0: Mm-hmm. I, I just, I can't wait to tell you this next fact. This, <laughs> this next fact, this fact that I'm about to tell you is A, gonna blow your mind, uh-uh. and B, gonna make this entire vocabulary word worth it. Are you ready? Yeah. Give it okay. to me, yes. Heels went out of style <gasps> in the 18th century. Yes. When Marie Antoinette wore them to the guillotine. <laughs>
1: <laughs> as, he, as he falls out laughing, the poor decapitating woman. Wait, wait, she wait. She got herself. All done up to the go into the guillotine, and she wore high Did she heels. Did you know that's what she was going? Oh no, yeah. she had to. She- well, it was probably her it last. Wasn't, like surprise. But- <laughs> no, but if it's your last hurrah you going to you wanna do it out you went your la to the guillotine? there'd be a corset a bustle a six foot train there'd be people helping me up. it would be a <laughs> it would be a production
0: I thought the fact that people were like, oh I guess those heels are what did it I mean no she was robbing you people Let them eat cake whatever <laughs> I'm just Wait, saying- so they-
1: Stopped wearing heels
0: because of that moment. It said that, and I had two references. That it said the heels went out of style after Antoinette was seen at the guillotine. Now, what do you think that was? That they were fr- they were afraid they would. I think have that the, the heels end? were a style, a, a status thing. I don't think that uh, the peasants. I don't think the, the peasants of the sixteenth and seventeenth century see. were that, wearing heels, okay, that right? Makes sense. So I think it was, a, and I so I think they just said like, "Ooh, we better like."
1: you know, slow down here a little bit. Kind of don't, don't I up. guess, don't show off as much. Correct. Show you well. So then we
0: get after the World War II, mm-hmm. and designer Claire McCardell commissioned Salvatore Capazio. So, you know Capizio, tights and Capizio <sighs> damswear. Stop it, really? So the, a fashion designer named Claire McArdle commissioned uh, Salvatore Capizio to make ballet flats with rubber soles oh. and fabrics matching her designs. Oh my God. It became an instant hit and was the original modern ballet flat. 1947, wow. Rose Repetto, hand-stitched, um, <laughs> this is something my mom never did for me, <laughs> hand-stitched a pair of ballet flats for her son, who was a uh. famous dancer and choreographer, um, Brigitte Bardot saw them. Mm. And wore them, and they became a huge trend after everyone saw Bridget wearing them.
1: Wow! And
0: then 1957, uh-huh. Audrey Hepburn wore them with cigarette pants and funny face, and that was really when they were like staple in the yeah. in the world of it. And there's there's a lot of documents about like how ballet flats, you know, came into being in the world. So now they're all over they're school uniforms, they're the classic thing. And I every time I try and sell ballet and you know, Chanel has is quite known for their ballet flats. Absolutely. And they are the most uncomfortable shoe. <laughs> my my girls are like, Oh I want Chanel ballet flats. They put them on. They can't even walk across the store Chanel because they're so uncomfortable. But also with they have no cushion. There's like no, a cardboard bottom. Say. There's no. Mm-hmm.
1: That's what I was gonna say. They're so flat that there's no you feel every step. If I mean, especially... flat is
0: one thing, but flat like with no cushion. Right. I mean, look, for $1,000, put some padding in
1: there. My biggest pet peeve, ladies, please. No cocktail dresses with ballet flats, please. no. Uh, I don't know. Because it looks like, you ever see the, those biscuits your mother made? Break it off on the counter and they'd pop, like, pop you know, the insta biscuits. No, I don't know. Biscuits in a can. Uh huh. We used to open it. We'd get it open as yeah. a kid. you just knock it against the counter uh-huh. and it would pop open. Uh huh. That's what the feet look like.
0: Biscuits. Looks like you're baking bread and <laughs> <Yes. your> shoes. <laughs> yes.
1: That's
0: old Chris Oh, Rock. wow.
1: Those are the flats right there. Yeah.
0: Wow. Yeah. So I, uh, anyway, I thought that was a quite interesting little piece there. And really, what makes the ballet flat the ballet flat
1: is that it has. um, And Capizio made a fortune in the dance world.
0: I mean, I still, I think they still do. But it's interesting because Repetto has really come back.
1: Now, Repetto, you know what I thought of is the character in Pinocchio. That's Geppetto. But, like, I wonder if that's how. No, they, honey, no. no. No, no, I'm just wondering. Just because that's Italian? They, no, no, I wonder that's, if that's how they got the character's name for the film. I, I You know, that's just something I wonder. That's all.
0: <laughs> so, you think that because someone's name was Geppetto, they're going to name a cartoon character. Geppetto. <laughs> Wooden doll, puppet maker. <laughs> <laughs> well, Geppetto. like, it's. It f- now, shoot. where's my no? See? This is what I'm talking about. Where's the no? Yeah,
1: okay. Where is it? <laughs> no,
0: see what he gave <laughs> to me now. I don't know.
1: That you wasn't get a that you wasn't get a, a no for that. That wasn't a no moment. Yeah. I mean that, that was a, a cu- no. that was
0: a curious moment. No, that was a no Repetto and Geppetto they have nothing. <laughs> but it was I, look if Geppetto was no, somebody no, I no, I was, no, no. <laughs> if Geppetto was somebody making shoes for a living or making like a cobbler, okay. Maybe but, he made wasn't that what he was? He no. was no image. He, he made puppets, and one of his no. puppets, puppets turned into a boy. <laughs> <laughs> that doesn't even count. Right. That was so little. And while I was talking, cobbler, what no,
1: was, uh, no, no. Okay. hard okay. no, okay. anyway. And
0: that <laughs> is her real
1: <vocabulary> <laughs> I can't even. We are feisty. I can't even. With All right, you. who's our power? Bear? He is. <laughs> That intro. <laughs> <laughs> our power player is. like waiting for that
0: Shazam character to I love like it.
1: It's almost got a Bond vibe to it. Yes. James Bond, maybe? Yes. Well, our power player is Omar Salam,
0: mm-hmm.
1: who was born to S- Senegalese parents and lived in Nice, France. He spent most of his childhood traveling and living throughout Europe. He started off initially wanting to do film because he felt, as a child, his parents didn't understand him. So he needed some sort of, like, I guess, a vehicle to speak for himself, to help them understand him more, I guess. So he f- at first decided to go into film because he figured, you know, that's how you do storytelling. Mm-hmm. While he was attending, I guess, his first semester of film school, he decided I, fashion was a better way of him... Expressing himself, so he st- he st- he stopped film uh, film school and decided to go into fashion design at Parsons School of Design. And he felt that that would be a better vehicle for him to I guess e- express himself because as he quoted, clothing is a language within itself. Oh Mark Gret- yeah thoughts. he's very he's dev- definitely a, a poet at heart the way he describes his vision. But he graduated uh, Parsons School of Design and in 2001 went to Paris to work for Sonia Riquiel. Oh. Who is like the, the first, in my opinion, the first designer, Sonia Ricchiel, is the first designer that made knits sexy and beautiful and chic. So he went to work for her as a visual director f- for the New York office. He spent seven years with her, Madame Riquiel, who became actually very friendly with her and shared a lot of her own knowledge of the industry, which not everyone does. So it became a very meaningful relationship for him.
0: Hmm. What Uh, a very interesting mentor to have, Sonia Riquiel. It would be amazing. Yeah, but she's like such a, she was such a. Niche with a really clear personal vision for herself. Yeah, right. her
1: brand is kind of gone now, but yeah. it's like and everything was knit. Not there was no like straight up fabric. It was uh, everything. she
0: did towards yeah. I mean yeah. Her I mean main, well co- like her, at least her let's say eighty percent. It's kind of yeah. like Saint John, right? Her collection is about Absolutely. the knit, but there Absolutely. were they they got to where they were selling you know non knit pieces that they could you know yeah. pair pair back to that. But they just all oh, the striped knit dresses and the mm-hmm. and the whimsy that uh-huh. she had. -hmm. I remember her store on Madison Avenue very well. Yeah. 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 Because it was just, anyway, it'd be an interesting um, person to work under because she would really talk to you about what it is to be inspired by your own vision and to Mm -hmm. follow your own vision Mm -hmm. and to not worry about what else is going on around
1: you. Mm -hmm. And it's interesting you say that because I was watching a, uh, Beth Ann Hardison does a thing called Designer Hubs. And that was one of the things that he said. He felt, that his vision as far as dressing his women were bringing out what the average person doesn't see in themselves. Mm. Like what he sees. It, like say if you're coming to me as a client, what he sees you as as opposed to how you see yourself. Because mm. you never really see yourself the way other people see you. You know yeah. what I mean? So he, uh, where, where, where was I? Yeah, so he went to Paris. He worked for Sonia Riquiel, became their visual director for the New York office. He spent seven years with her.
0: And that was years 2000 to 2007, you said? Correct. Yeah.
1: Correct. Well, yeah, 2001, so t- 2008. Got it. Yeah. Um, and then in 2010, he joined the house of Christian Lacroix. Ah, Lacroix! I mean, to have Sonia Riquiel and Lacroix as mentors, mm. that's a, a dream to me. Do
0: you know that two times in Paris, I saw Christian Lacroix? I love him. In person, two I'm, times. i am
1: obs- he, He's actually one of the reasons I came in... I, wanted to be in this business. Yeah, he was
0: amazing. What yeah. happened to
1: him? Yeah. Well, I mean, creatives, anyone truly, truly artisan, creative, they're kind of pushed out because now it's just numbers. Nobody cares about your mm-hmm. vision. I'll be
0: a to everything. Okay, go ahead.
1: Yeah, this is true. Bob. So after spending uh, two years at Christian Lacroix, he established his own house called Sukina, which means bright light, which is a tribute to his late mother. Ah light is a, is I'm sorry, light is what reconciles us with the value of everything, and without it, all goes missing. That was a quote of his mm. Omar's passion for making women look and feel special along with the unique worldview shaped his approach to fashion in a way that is progressive, innovative, and powerful, while still very, very elegant elegant so I gotta say, oh wow. Is this one of his pieces? Wow. And I have to say, his, his, his approach, <laughs> I haven't seen this collection, but his approach to his designs is slightly architectural, which I love. And his actual last collection that just showed, I guess like last week, there was only like oversized industrial zippers and lots of feathers through almost every single piece. Wow. And I got to say, it was impressive to see, because she doesn't do it for everybody, see that picture that we had up of Anna Winter actually walking through his collection. So for her to give you five minutes to walk through your collection, she sees some sort of direction or longevity to your career. So. Well,
0: I mean, 10, 2010 to 20, I mean, it's 13 years
1: he's been in business. Yeah. That's something. Yeah, yeah. But listen, there are a lot of designers she doesn't, she's... <laughs> she's not coming to your showroom. No.
0: <laughs> I remember I I, interview, I interviewed her one time at Fashion Week for when I was covering it for E. Really? And, yeah, and I remember my question was, so, are you ever at a show that's so bad that you just wish you could get out of there? And she looked at me and started she, laughing. She
1: can't give you the truth? She started laughing. She goes, yes! <laughs> <laughs> but the, the, I mean, the, the brilliant thing about her and her aesthetic is nine times out of ten, she's got... Blacked out sunglasses on, so you don't know if she's rolling her eyes.
0: Well, as we covered on attention. this, it has to do with an eye disorder. Remember,
1: is that right?
0: We covered that on what You wear in episode two. No, or three I remember this. Yeah, no, remember? I remember you covering her, and the her, sunglasses but... were because she has an eye issue, and it's literally a protective.
1: Thing. I did not know that.
0: Uh, well, if you listened,
1: no, I do listen. I just didn't hear that part. But well, she could also be. What I'm saying is, she could be. She could be at your show and be passed out. You wouldn't know. <laughs> or rolling her eyes. I mean... Or checking you out. Oh, yeah.
0: She's for sure. Cruising. Doing all of that stuff.
1: So, yeah. That's my power player. And I'm, I'm really interested to see, you know, what Mr. Salam has more for us in the future. Well,
0: I am interested to see his collection. Yeah. And I just have to say, there's just one last thing. What is that? I don't think we have a sound bite for that, do we? Just make one up. I'll say it, and then you just make up a sound, Okay. okay. One last thing. What? No. 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 <laughs> See, I got my no. Oh, you happy? Your first no. And there you go. I've gotten 18 of those no's just tonight. <laughs> All right. So the Oscars are coming and they're gonna be on the 12th of yeah. March.
1: Mm-hmm. And, and we're um, in the thick of the season. We're in the
0: thick of the season. And of you which. and I should really try and do, um, let's do an Oscar, Oscar special on the 13th again. Yeah, we'll do that. So we're doing an Oscar special. <laughs> Here it comes. Get ready. Get ready. Get lit. All right. Get So, live. Get live. so what I want to talk to you about real quick is Best Picture. Okay? So here's the thing that's crazy. Okay. There's this... 10 nominations. There's 10 movies for yes. Best Picture, which they did this a few years ago because they wanted to broaden the scope of who's in there.
1: Okay. Tell them who's one of the front runners. The number
0: one. I don't think this person's the front runner, but the look. Bonnie Raitt won best album because
1: she's an uh, insanely talented vocalist.
0: Correct, and she was the only country western in the category, so she got all the country western vote. Yes, that is what happened. Just so we're clear. Okay. Best picture, um, Top Gun. Maverick. That's
1: ridiculous. That is the most ridiculous thing I've ever heard. Top Gun. An I mean, act, but it's it's a glorified action film. Uh, do action films usually get nominated? Never. I mean, I have a feeling there's a there's a backstory. To no, this. you are you were saying earlier you think it's some Scientology. I really, it's not no Scientology. No, no, I'm thing. not. No, I don't think it it's is. That, what but it is. I think there's they
0: are trying to get the average American to want to watch the Oscars, and we can't guarantee that Will Smith's going to slap someone
1: every time. I know, but the thing is sad is like it, it, the nominee should be about the film itself, not trying to get viewership. Look, that's I'm gonna read thing.
0: you some movies here where you're gonna be like, oh, that is about the film itself, Are you ready? The next one's called Women Talking.
1: Okay.
0: And it's about a Mennonite thing, I think, with uh, Frances McDormand. Okay. But you know, she's
1: gonna show up looking like a trucker in a dress, <laughs> right? <laughs> but she's an act. But she's an actor. Yeah, like, an actor, for sure. But that's what sure. I mean, you're throwing, they're throwing in all these?
0: I'm just saying, okay, so we're talking the women talking yes. and then everything, everywhere, all at once. Which if you haven't seen that is oh, quite you, I watched it and I tried watching it while I was playing on my iPad uh-huh. and it got really confusing. So <laughs> everything <laughs> everywhere all at once takes your full attention. So don't start it drunk at ten thirty with your iPad. I'm just saying. <laughs> not that I did that. Not that Allegedly. I did that. Allegedly. 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 I'm just saying don't do that. Okay. <laughs> then the Banshees of Inna Sharon. Okay. Which is um the one with Colin Farrell in it. And it's supposed to be like a weird story. Okay. The next oh, one. Oh no,
1: that looks good actually.
0: Mm-hmm. The next one, one, the Triangle of Sadness, is. <laughs> so it's a happy film. <laughs> oh,
1: it's a comedy. <laughs> no, it's, it's
0: yeah, not. It's called a comedy. There is nothing. If you, it, it makes Parasite look like Legally Blonde, wow. it is. It is. I mean, I don't even want to. Ruin. I I want you to know, I was like yelling at my TV. like, no! I would have well, been so well, upset. Then hey, that's
1: good storytelling. If you no, could,
0: no, no, but if you get emotional no, like that, no, 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 and I had to rent it because it wasn't on the streaming platforms yet, so I had to pay six ninety nine for this torture, you it was. And once you and once you pay for it, you know you're gonna watch it till the end. And I kept giving it a chance. No, it was the scariest thing. Then there's oh, the wow. Fablemans. The Steven Spielberg one about Steven Spielberg's childhood. That looks good. They said something like that. Then there's All Quiet on the Western Front, the German version, which I want to tell you, it was. Am- I saw a lot of these movies, which was really, really amazing. It's pretty violent, though. That war, man. Oof. I, just, I don't know on wars in general.
1: I just feel like some of these nominees are out of respect and it. obligation. But go ahead.
0: Avatar, The Way of Water, the new Avatar movie. Okay. Which I'm sure it's got technology. I heard it's really good, better than okay. the first one. And then Elvis, which I that loved brilliant. Elvis. Brilliant, brilliant, brilliant. beautiful. They're gonna,
1: I have a gut feeling they're gonna do a sweep because- Maybe. The, the costumes are brilliant. The story was good. Yeah, the, but I think the that The casting I, was amazing. Yeah, but when you see Mrs.
0: Harris Goes to Paris, you're gonna oh, really yeah, have yeah. a hard time on costumes. Okay. No, I mean, because I mean, I, I the
1: costume designers are like- I know I'm be more car- partial to that film because that's fashion and Elvis' costume. And I actually think so. it's like Baz Luhrmann's best movie. I really think
0: it's the first really? time that someone got behind him that we call an editor and right. actually said, no, this movie this does not have to is be the three first, hours. This is,
1: but this is the first biopic he's done. Like, choose story Everything yeah. else is kind of- but like
0: Australia, like these movies. Uh-huh. I mean, I was at the theater watching Australia. Uh huh and it got done with this big ride, and all the cows made it to the water, or whatever, I don't remember what the hell they were doing, but let me just tell you, when that scene ended, and the the screen went black, we thought the movie was over, (laughs) and we're gathering up our crap, and it kept going, and we laughed for 10 minutes, like, oh my God, is it still going, this movie? And last but not least is Tar.
1: What's and Tar about?
0: is the one starring Charlie's. Is it Charlie's? Really? Kate Blanchett. Kate Blanchett. Oh wait, she's a composer, she's a conductor okay. composer,
1: and it's mm-hmm. supposed to be just brilliant. So she's I have to see winning. Tar. She's been winning. She's probably gonna get it. She got the BAFTA. She's. I mean, yeah. I, I think she's right. So I got. I want to
0: see the only thing I haven't seen yet is I have not seen women talking. I have not seen the Banshees, and I have not seen Tar. And I will not see Avatar because I'm probably going to theater and I ain't got that kind of
1: time. Oh no, I want to see that because the, the first one blew me away. Avatar? The first one blew me away. Yeah, it's going to be good. Yeah. It's beautiful. I mean, I, and and the, I have to say the good thing about the first one, I think it was almost three hours, but it didn't feel like it. Let me, here's, here's
0: my, I'd like to make a, a wager with you. Uh, okay. How uh, many minutes uh-huh. into the monologue do you believe it's gonna take before they mention Will Smith and the
1: Great Slap of 2022? Well, they're already mentioning him in all the promos. Right. So, um... Who's hosting, by the way? Uh, 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 what's his name? Um, not Jimmy Fallon, uh, uh Night... Oh my God, Night Show, Night Show, what's his name? Um. Jimmy Jimmy Kimmel, Kimmel. he's hosting again. I liked the girls last year. Jimmy Kimmel is kind of he's nice. He's he's easy. I like. I don't love him as a host. He just seems so like. But he's monotone. I think
0: I thought Regina King and Amy Schumer and Wanda Sykes. I thought they were like when Wanda Sykes walked. I mean, not when Wanda Sykes. When Amy Schumer walked out after the great slap, Uh and she was like. Did I miss something? That it just,
1: The mood in here feels so different now. I
0: mean, <laughs> and that's, that so, that's it, so on
1: brand for her, I love that. so
0: uh, funny, I love that. And I can't wait to watch the Oscars, and we can't wait to keep sharing with you, and you're gonna share about us, and you're gonna follow us, and you're gonna Followed. tick us, like us. Word of
1: mouth. Watch us. Watch us. You You can can watch watch us on
0: uh, Spotify Spotify. somehow. Um, (laughs) William and I are too old to figure out how to watch us, but there is a way you can watch us. No, there is a way. One time I did it, I was very excited to see us on there because we have good graphics. You should try and watch us. And uh, we so appreciate you listening, and we can't wait wait. to break down the Oscars with you.
1: Yes. On the next episode of
0: What What You're Wearing.